new season, new microphones. We gotta break these things in. One, two, one, two, testies, testies. Is this thing on? Yes, it is, and it's working. All right, we good to go. This is the Capital City Podcast. I'm your main man, Capital J. This is my main man. DL Glass. Giving you something to think about while you drive or or Wash cook, your hair. Or, or wash your hair or take a bath or <laughs> sit on the stool right. or you pick just, up the kids. You just got or, a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Just give you something to ponder. Right. And this week, we're pondering retirement. Wow. How do you retire from hip-hop or career in music? We're mainly going to be looking at how you retire from the from being up front. Right. Not not people like us behind the scenes, folks. Right. You know, <clears throat> up front people, uh, singers, rappers, mm-hmm. even actors and actresses. Because not everybody can retire. Right. It's tough. That's And that's one of the things we're going to discuss. It's hard to retire. Right. Because this is a this is the type of business where if you're a front man for something, you know, you're all not going to be the Rolling Stones hmm. out here performing when you're 80. Right. In general, you will get forced into retirement somewhere in your 30s. Right. You know, that's what happens for most. And for, for most, really, it's in your mid-20s. Mm-hmm. You will be forced into retirement from the career that has brought you the most um, money. Right. If anything else that you'll probably do in life. And that's early. Oh, that's over early. Mm-hmm. And it goes right back to just like an athlete. Right. So I want to ask the question who has retired? Who has truly retired? Yeah. And yes. <sighs> okay. Let's now take- let me say this. Because <laughs> uh, I know you <clears throat> think about it. I don't know if it's just like I do, but I think it's similar. So we we both agree that not everybody can retire. Right, right. It's like I said, it's hard to retire. And then at what point do you call yourself truly retired? Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people live in a semi-retired state. Hmm. You know okay. what I mean? We and get that, into that's that. yeah, that's somewhere in between. I'm never gonna do this again, and I can't do it the way I used to do it. But if you need me, I'll show up. Right. You yeah. know, yeah. A lot of people who made a, a lot of one hit wonders got to work their day job, but then the state fair come up in Iowa mm-hmm. and you want Rob Bass to show up. Do <laughs> it takes two. You got a few grand. You got to put in Rob Bass pocket. Forget what he's doing right now. He's going to be Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock might come out the woodwork for the weekend. Right. But they're not going to do this every weekend. Right. So they, I would consider that maybe semi retired, but they'll probably, that's, that's, that's retired. Retired and semi-retired live in the same place. If you're not producing new stuff, okay, new material, right? Like yeah. going out to old school shows and here and there, that's still retired. If you're not putting out new stuff, trying to get people to buy it, right? Not a bad place to be if you um, love what you do, right? Yeah, it's excellent. That's what we were really going to make this whole show about about that portion of it. Like, dudes still get money. Doing shows that don't even you know you don't have to make new music you know you got cats out here that been performing and making a living without having to make new music you haven't heard anything new from the Sugar Hill Gang but if the Sugar Hill Gang performs somewhere guess what people going to see that right you know so I guess you can name a few people you know but 
there, just like with anything, there's levels to it, right? Right. <laughs> like, like, you know, so uh, that's all I wanted so, to say. So be like, who's part. truly retired? Okay. Like, um, I, when I think successful retirement, right, the first person that pops in mind is Chameleonaire. Mm. You know, smart, like, like he he had his career. Great one. He did a lot with it. Right. Then he took his earnings from his career. And doubled up. And became a businessman. <laughs> while he is retired from that rap because you're not I don't I haven't heard anything new from Chameleon A doesn't seem to be promoting a new album or anything like that no. that doesn't mean he's retired from work yeah but he's, but looks like he's retired from this part of of his career but to be fair he could be still putting out work it's just you know um, it's, it's, it's so yeah, we could different miss it. now we yeah. could miss it yeah that's know? what I want to say you know because you know it's so much stuff out there now you know that you got the real core that stick with Right. We're going to call him retired for the sake of argument. That's the best form of retirement, rapid retirement. You know, um, Jay-Z is kind of retired, you know, <clears throat> from rapping. Oh, yeah, absolutely. He may pop up and do a feature here or there. And if he drops an album, you know, it's you know it's just to be doing something. It ain't like he don't have to. Right. So Dr. Dre is retired. These right. people retire well. Right. You know what I mean? Especially. They, they retired how... How you're supposed to retire in the traditional sense. Mm. You take the money you earn in your career mm -hmm. and you live off it until you die. Mm -hmm. That's a good retirement. We're going to define it right now. Okay. You know? That's dope. So yeah. they're, they're retired well. I don't think those three guys should run out of money before they pass. They shouldn't. You know? Yeah. Even if something catastrophic happens, <clears throat> they shouldn't. Then you have bad retirements. You know, um, Black Rob had a bad retirement. Sheesh. Greg mm -hmm. Mack, bad well, retirement. You know. Can you say that? Yeah. Bad on the level of, like when you say bad, because, it, you know, the average person might not think that that's that bad if you still could get booked for something. Well, I, I wouldn't say that Craig, Craig Mack may not have considered his own position or where he was bad. Mm -hmm. But I know there were times with Craig Mack where after his career was over, mm -hmm. he was contemplating doing something to Puffy. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because he didn't have the money. <laughs> right. They felt he should have after his career was over. Mm -hmm. You know, his, his retirement wasn't by choice. He was forced into retirement by circumstance. But in the end of it, he didn't have enough to sustain a life till his death you know from what I read he wasn't necessarily doing that well and he also gave a lot of, gave all his money to a church he had joined right and right. so he didn't have much but I can't say that he was unhappy with where he was when he passed because he seemed to be where he wanted to be but Black Rob On was not and he let right. you know he wasn't right you know in interviews he said you know I'm not happy with with how things are right now mm-hmm his retirement wasn't good. And that, that's something to think about. If you get into music right now, you know, it's bigger than, than the 10,000 you make in the club tonight or tomorrow night or whatever you get off streaming sales and whatnot. You got to start thinking about tomorrow. We had a show talking about publishing and stuff like that. That's how you set yourself up for a good retirement. A one-hit wonder can, 
you know, if you own publishing on one one hit wonder could mess around and set you up for life in a way different than having a big deal putting out four great albums and mm. not owning anything at the end of it. Right. You could end up being better off just owning the masters and everything from a one hit wonder. Mm-hmm. One song carry you for the rest of your life. So you think it's people that um, performed, and when I say performed, I mean actually recorded music, or and they later on in life they're not able to perform that music. No, definitely. Um, that's that's part of the the, the thing about retirement. But right. another thing about having a good retirement is thinking about your future. And can you perform the music that you're performing today? Mm-hmm. Can you come back and perform it 30 years from now mm-hmm. when your fans have their kids mm-hmm. at the state fair and okay. your novelty act at the state fair? Right. Can, can you? Yep. Are you creating an avenue now right. for a good retirement? That's a good retirement when you can just pick a weekend and go spend 15 minutes on stage singing a song that everybody knows the words to <laughs> and make you ten, fifteen thousand dollars $15,000 real quick. You're setting yourself up for a good retirement. Can you do that with the content that you're creating right now? Mm-hmm. Are you setting yourself up for a good retirement? Like what if Prince had only made music like Erotic City? Even by his own standards, he got to a point where he wouldn't perform that song anymore right. at his own shows because Absolutely. he had grown from that place. Right, and he didn't want to go back. <clears throat> Luckily, he had a whole entire catalog of mm-hmm. other stuff that he could draw from. And, you know, good artists that have longevity and create good retirement settings for themselves have a wide variety of styles and genres they can draw from. You know, you go to right. one... Um, Whitney Houston show before she passed you know you may hear one kind of music you mm-hmm. go to another you hear a whole different set of songs Michael Jackson that's the way you are yeah right. you might catch Thriller era at one show and mm-hmm. and um, Man in the Mirror era on another you know they, he has a catalog where you know he can he can just do all music from the 70s for two hours right and then come back tomorrow night and you can have an 80s show but you can have one hit in 30 years from now, you can still be performing that one hit. Right. And the beauty of having one hit and you own it and stuff like, look look what's happening today. Like, Sunshine Anderson. Heard it all before. Right. I don't That's, know if she owned it, but <clears throat> she performs it like she did. It's gonna, <laughs> and it's going to last. You know, it's going to last. Right. It's, it's already withstood the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's a classic at this point. Mm-hmm. You know, when you own a classic, I mean, hey, it's going to go right. Right. And that's another thing. Make sure you own your name. You know what I mean? It's um, people overlook that, too. If you want to have a good retirement, you need to own your name mm-hmm. or you'll mess around and be retired and watch somebody else performing under your name. Wow. Singing a song that you made famous. Right. Because the record label told them they could do it and they could have it. You'd be like, wait a minute. But but I'm Sunshine Anderson. No, she's Sunshine Anderson now. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so I'm not saying Sunshine Anderson don't own the no. name. I just use her as an example. I pulled out of right. out of thin air. It's your real name though, right? Uh, just because it's your real name, can you still perform? I think it? if it's your real name, I don't think it. You know, you you you'll notice if you sign away your real name in a way that you might not notice 
if you're part of a group or like um like for a long time people thought Debbie Harry was Blondie. Blondie was the name of the group. I don't know who owns the name, but you know, a record label can own the name of a group. Right. And then if you want to take that, you can take all the members you got right now. They just take four new guys. <laughs> yes. They're a new addition now, whoever. You know, I'm not saying new addition was under that, but I'm you know, mm-hmm. that's the way things can go. Um, yeah, man. It's it's tough in retirement. You know what I mean? Right. And if you if you're not thinking right now, like T Pain almost burned all his money up. Man. T Pain yeah. retired. <laughs> hey, but but he could have retired a lot better. Well, he now because of that, he's making more money in gaming than he's made on music in well, the past few years. Set himself up for a good retirement by finding another right. avenue. Yep, yep. And sometimes retirement doesn't it doesn't always look like becoming a mega success mm-hmm. and having millions more dollars made. Sometimes it's just setting yourself up to have a normal life. Like yeah, however uh, you want, yeah. Roxanne Shantae retired, mm-hmm. went to school, she's a social worker. Right. But she's still Roxanne Shantae. label. And she can still go out and do her, do and her performance or whatever, but she has a job. She doesn't need to do that if she doesn't want to. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and that's the problem too. You set up for a bad retirement when you have to continuously be the character that you created when you were 17, 18 years old, mm-hmm. you know? That's the the beauty of a Roxanne Shantae or, you know, somebody who goes and finds, is able to find a normal life after fame. Right. And some people can't do it, man. They just cannot go sit in the office. They can't work with regular people. They feel like once they've been to the mountaintop. <laughs> yeah. Nine to five, that's beneath me, man. I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They feel like an extra failure. Mm. If you retire That's from a tough one, right? Right. <laughs> it is. It yeah. is. And then, you know, folks wanna take pictures of you, put on World Star DMX bagging groceries. Not like DMX, who bagging groceries. I just I'm just pulling names out of here. Everybody yeah. it's like everybody I pulled up. His views are not my views. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody be out there one day. You're gonna have to find something else to do. And with all that in mind, you know, start thinking about where you putting them tattoos. All on your face and stuff, <laughs> and I'm, I'm just saying this because I come from an era when I remember looking at old people when their tattoos that they got when they were young. They start getting a little blurry and discolored. <laughs> you ever seen an old lady with tattoo on her arm? Uh, yeah, and they do. You get can't even read it no more. Right, look like it got wet, <laughs> and that's gonna be on your face one day. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. Right, just stuff to think about. So if you ever plan on doing anything other than, you know, than this profession, which don't, this profession don't mind if you have tattoos on your face and arms and neck and scalp. Because <laughs> ain't nobody going to judge you. No, nah, no, nah, not in music. <laughs> music is come as you are, you know what I'm saying? But actually, the the real world is getting more lenient on that stuff now. Shouldn't be so hard to transition from from making a living as an artist to getting into the business world anymore, you know? Yeah. The internet bubble changed things back in the day. Absolutely. Made everything more visible. It, I think that um, um, if somebody can retire from an art, talking about being 
creative and like you said, uh, Camellier and Jay Z's and the Puffs of the world, um, you know they, you know they they few and far between. There's a lot of people who actually make a, a living off of their art. Mm-hmm. And Chuck um, Brown never retired. Yeah, he just kept going. You think that was because of necessity or or love? You know, kind of makes you wonder, right? Yeah. Like, you know, why was he playing music? Well, I think it's out of love. He had to, you know, no way he could have been. I'm not going to speculate that old Chuck Brown was working because he had to work. But you never know. But that's what he signed up for, though, right? Yeah. He is a true soul man. He never retired. I think the best thing, though, you know, if you want to set yourself up for a nice retirement, start thinking early about how much your lifestyle is going to cost to maintain. And I say that as in, let's say you make a couple million dollars this year. You don't know if you're going to make another couple million dollars. So if you buy a $2 million house and then the wheels fall off and this thing don't go like it used to go, you're not going to be able to afford to keep that $2 million house just because of taxes and electric bill, all that stuff, and keeping the lawn up, keeping the homeowners association off your back. All that stuff is going to cost a lot of money, not to mention whatever kind of car you have is going to need to be fixed eventually. And you'll end up downgrading just so you can keep anything. So pick something out on your way up that you can maintain even if everything falls apart. You can get a nice house and get away from from the stress of wherever you grew up without making it unaffordable should your income stop rolling. Think ahead. Gotta think ahead, man. Hmm. I'm trying to retire good one day. Right. It's good wanna... to think about when you're choosing to. Yeah, because you gotta think, man, and Entertainment, you know, there's no 401k for you. You got to do all of this for yourself. Right. No insurance <laughs> or rappers, you know. You, so you got to plan for all of this stuff. And that's the other thing. When you don't have all that stuff set up, one little, um, you know, a lot of people that didn't retire well, like take Black Rob, for example. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, you get sick and had to pay hospital bills and you're not able to work for a little while. I, I found this out as a DJ. I had surgery um, in 2001. Mm-hmm. And, you know, yeah, you get paid when you DJ. And you might do it <laughs> once, twice a week. And, you know, get some days off. But, shoot, miss two, three weekends in a row. <laughs> whole different It's like missing a whole month of work. Right. And you're not getting paid because you don't get sick time. Right. And you're still on the hook for all the the bills. And something like that will break you if you're not prepared for it. Hmm. So, you know, you start thinking about, like like I said, like Black Rob, you had some health issues. And shoot, man, that'll suck your pockets dry right fast. If you can't earn, you know. <laughs> That's the same. And then part. you got to pay a bill. Right. <sighs> Absolutely. That performance money does um come at a cost. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Run run and DMC seem to retire pretty well. Mm-hmm. 
They did they did a pretty good job. Ryan retired and he parlayed that thing into a little T V show for a little bit. Look who their um inspiration was though. Hey like, Hey Russell. Come on. <laughs> he's gonna make sure you retire well. You yeah. know what I'm saying? LL right. you know, LL retire well. Mm-hmm. Ice T retire well. Mm-hmm. You know? Probably the success in the television. You think that was um partly because they were older? Well, a lot of it was because they were older. Of course, you got the exceptions like the the Ice Cubes and you know the younger Ice people, Cube retired well. Yeah, um, he was he was smart with the game. Kanye, he ain't retired, right? Like he has you know that's why it's hard to talk about the young dudes because a lot of these dudes ain't ain't even semi retired. Saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, re- retirement is not a young man's thing anyway. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you I got. I got to go way back. Yeah, you might think that in your twenties you got enough money to retire, but if you think about if you living your same lifestyle that you living in your twenties when you retire, how long will the money last? Right. Right. So. It's dope though, because you know you got teachers and stuff and folks working beside you that had. And hit wonders back in the day, mm-hmm. and hit songs on the radio back in the day, and you sit here like, "That was you." This right. ain't that. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm I'm retired from that. <laughs> now well, I teach go, third grade. You want to go get this show money? Uh, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I put you up in a room and give you eight hundred. You ain't coming. Uh, you know what I mean? I'll do it. I'll do it. (laughs) (laughs) One song. Hey, man. I'm with it. I wish I had a one hit. Yes. One hit back in the day. Man, you know how many shows you could do? Man, I'd be out performing it right now. (laughs) That's the part. I'm I'm talking about you still can make money off what you, your art, you know? Yep, they'd be like, tonight, when it's Division Three. Second round tournament game. Half the musical time. guest had down show is Capital <laughs> J with the one hit Shake Your Booty. Ah. 1990's number one song, Shake Your Booty. And somebody gonna want to take a picture uh, with it. Hey. Eight hundred dollars a show. You know, but see that's that's the thing. When you still doing that though, instead of sitting here looking like I'm looking, I have my hair implants, so my hair still look like it did oh, in nineteen ninety. I have my beard all blacked out. Absolutely. So I look all young again. You know, be scared to smile so the lines don't show on my face. Sixteen hundred a month. You perform that song two times a month. You know what I'm saying? Look at Vanilla Ice. Vanilla Ice looks just like he did when he dropped the record. Because he still he don't he don't he ain't stopped. Nah, if you're right, he don't don't look the same. But 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 I'm just I'm just saying he he's still maintaining that same image. He can't let go. Right, like he don't want to retire. No, you know that society retired him before the '90s were over with. That's funny. How and he, he's not gonna leave it alone. He's gonna be vanilla ice forever. He's talking. I'm I'm Robert. No. <laughs> You're vanilla, you're vanilla ice forever and ever As long as you got that that haircut It's, it's funny how their uh, Retirement is Or not even retirement But their it, It's a lot of them <laughs> So You know yeah. they, they don't Like if you have a one hit wonder And you one of them Do you think you get a lot of shows uh, I don't know man I um, MC Search you know, I talk to him every now and then, and 
I would say that third. Let's take third base for example. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say probably do about as much as everybody else from that era. Hmm. That was at that level, you know. I wouldn't say that it doesn't appear to be any favoritism leaning towards them that way. Hmm. And you gotta think, it's really not a lot of white rappers that had hits. When you really think about it, in the grand scheme of thing. Um, you, you got think the Beastie got Boys still third perform? base, Beastie Boys, Eminem, and M don't have to perform. I mean, who else can you think about? That's, Beastie that's, Boys don't have to perform. Third base don't have to perform. Well, that's because he retired. Well, <laughs> I wonder why. But no, no, like it's bigger than that. Like, because there were two guys in the group. Well, I guess both of them. I think I remember at one time the other guy in the group was. Like he had a, I know he was in the baseball cards or something. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He's White a boy trader, shit. yeah. But <laughs> and, but and then Search went on to he was at like the director of A&R over at uh, Wild Pitch. Like he brought Nas in, mm-hmm. so you know he found Nas. You know, mm-hmm. I remember he told me he took Nas to Russell Simmons. Mm. Russell's like, nah, we don't need that. too much. <laughs> <laughs> so. But but you know he found other avenues. Like when I was on radio, he had a promotion company, mm-hmm. so he was promoting records for the labels. So yeah, he retired well and kept you know stayed in the business. Um, there were a few artists like when I was on the radio. There were a few former artists floating around out there. Like the dude, um, especially on radio, the dude that sang um, "Jam on It." Jam on it, jam on it. I said jam to the jam on it. Yeah. Cosmo D, he was on the radio in Philly. Mm. <laughs> right. Yep. So Bahamadia was on the radio up there, and you know she retired and kept her on going in radio. Right. Um. That's what. Um. Let me see. A few artists. You know, Roxanne Shante's on radio now. Matter of fact, um, Sway. Ludacris did. Think about this. Yeah. Um, Sway, Sway. and Tech. They like before I knew him as a radio personality, and think about what he is now. This is his version of a good retirement from hip hop. Like Man. I, I knew him to be a rapper. Sway, Sway. Mm-hmm. You see, your boy's not rapping no more. Mm-hmm. He's on Shade Forty Five getting Sway, you know, right? right. Oh, okay. You see Put what I'm saying? Okay. So before Sway was. The announcer and all this, right? Like I remember, I met him back in like nineteen ninety three, ninety four. He was, and I only knew him See, as I, a rapper. Mm-hmm. And he just happened to be coming through promoting some some music and stuff. That's crazy because I didn't pay that much attention to Sway's um, journey. But every time I saw, like, he was holding a microphone for like MTV or something. That like interview right. Red Man. Or That's something. him. That's him parlaying his career in music. Right. See, I didn't know into, he was a rapper. Into MTV. I know he could spit, though. And all of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And, and you know, like, Tech was a serious DJ. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, L.A. man dudes, you know, they take their hip. Like, they were some of them true hip-hop heads that took right. their hip-hop very seriously out there. You know you what I mean? You could tell. Yeah. Just and, by sway. Yeah. You could yep. tell. Yep, and and what you're seeing now, even though you know he'll retire from this one day too, mm-hmm. but this is his good retirement from rap. Yes, 
Yep. And um, so, yeah, he was just just another one in radio. Radio and television is a good place. A lot of dudes. Like, shoot, Marky Mark. Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg. You know, he's, he's a retired rapper. Doggone it. You, you, know, you know him as an actor. Yeah. But, but he, I mean... He, yeah, I'm gonna I'm call him a rapper because guess nah. what? When his when his record came out, yeah, good I vibrations. Thought he had something going on before the record. Well, yeah, going on before the the rap the the brief stint because he didn't even want to be called Marky Mark no more. Yeah, well, maybe he tried to distance himself from it, but he was a rapper. Yeah, he you was know a what rapper. I'm saying. I'm not, yeah, and I didn't know him as nothing else. Like his brother was in New Kids on the Block. Oh, that was his brother. That was his brother Donnie. Okay, okay. This is Lil Bro. Lil Bro was a rapper. When he came out. Okay. And that's all he did. Yes. You see what I'm saying? He ain't sing no songs. Okay. He didn't do nothing else. He was a rapper. Right. And once he retired from his rap career, he had enough foot in the door. Because he now, he got a lot of favoritism when he was a rapper. That, that, like, um, all of them long, do, like if you so think about think about how long people wear like rappers been wearing their pants hanging down. He wore his pants hanging down and he get the Calvin Klein. Um and he's a white boy. He get the Calvin Klein uh <laughs> uh contract. Right. You know, to be modeling underwear. They got that are designed to show the, the 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 underwear name when you wear your pants hanging down. Right. You know, they capitalize on the look after Marky Mark did it, but not when you know when Redman was doing it. So. I would consider him retiring from rap. I yeah, retiring from being a rapper, but <laughs> retiring from rap because hey, his brother hey, is, a, is parlayed into something else. Just like Will Smith parlayed that rap career. That's different. Hey, I don't know, man. Mark, Mark, Mark you know why Wahlberg, Will Smith? Well, Will, Will Smith, Smith was real. Will he was Smith a real hip hop no brother. <laughs> but, but he was a real hip hopper too though yes I mean you know like straight up yes like you know you can't take nothing away from um, from Will Smith's hip hop roots mm-hmm. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying he's as real as he gets he's out in the park turntables two turntables and a mic all right. day so you know I, I can't say that Marky Mark did all that I know that, I can't all speak to Marky Mark but <laughs> you know. I, I can't say that I've ever heard any stories about his prowess on the microphone and the ciphers his in the park in Boston you know what his I'm saying and his brother's one of the new kids thank you that's all yeah. I'm saying so <laughs> right right you know right. Like, let's, let's not <clears throat> let's not forget the, the true wordsmiths who use words to Retire from not just you know words and associations. Right. <laughs> I'm trying to think what, like who else is is retired? Retired. You know what I'm saying? And what like what are cats doing now? Like honestly, man, I I just wanted this thing to flow, so I didn't sit here and look up what everybody's doing in their retirement. But I know Scarface was, yeah, he ran for city council. Right. Oh, uh, Irv know. Gotti just retired. Oh, he. Music. Oh really? He just retired. I'm he sorry, just, Dave. We retired him long ago. He's been, he's been retired ever since the feds no, raided raided no, them studios. No, no, no. no he three hundred million for his catalog. Oh well, I mean, well, shoot, he was retired anyway. He held on to his catalog. Now he's officially retired. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> yep. See, that's what you can do when you own your when you own your stuff. Mm-hmm. Beat the feds. You retire well. Yes. You know what I mean? He, he retired real well, and that's and that's off a bunch of one hit wonders. 
Uh, or a bunch of hit bunch, singles. A bunch of hits. Bunch right. of hit singles. Yeah. He sold his royalties. Ashanti and Ja Rule, you know, he needed to throw them a big old party and really like, he should slide both of them a chunk of cash. But I don't know, because they might own royalties on the same product he own royalties on. They might, but if he's able to just sell the catalog outright, I think then they what help. what did he own? Because if he's selling the catalog who is the catalog worth anything without Ja Rule songs and Ashanti songs? It's not. I would beg to say that it's not worth three hundred million if their music is not in it, and if their music is in it, then they don't own it. He owned it. But I mean, and this is me not understanding because that's why I'm about to ask this question. So can't all of them have ownership in it? And if- they can, but one person can't sell it. If you all own it, then one person can't sell it. You got to all agree to sell, sell his it. his his portion of it. Now that is true. Now Pete, you can do that. So if he sold his portion for three hundred million, but then the story would be, Irv Gotti sells his portion of, but but everybody knows that that's his record label. What's the name of it? Murder Inc. So, so the Murder Inc. catalog, Murder Inc. probably retained the rights to a lot of that stuff. You know, Ja Rule's in high school. He was fresh out of high school. He probably was like, yeah, man, I don't need no masters. Give me these $200,000 in that right. damn Porsche. Ja Rule lived better than you that. You know what man. I'm saying? He lived better than that. He's still I mean, it's no telling. for me. You right, It's no though. telling. You know, and there's a very real possibility. Then Ashanti, he was, he was screwing her literally. Right. Literally. And figuratively. And you know, the only reason I say that is because I say that um, if they gave him three hundred million, it may have been worth a billion. And if it's worth a billion, three hundred million to him would be fair for what what we know he did. But if it's all if it all goes to him, then what would be fair for him to break them off? Um, and I'm, I'm talking about I don't know if he made three hundred million and they happen to sign one of them. Doodle deals, you know what I'm saying, where they didn't really get everything that that they really deserve. I would say, man, if you get 300 mil, mm, so that about 10, 15 mil a piece. Damn. Like, I, <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. Damn. They they don't become a Shanti and Ja Rule without Irv Gotti, and Irv Gotti mm-hmm. Murder Inc does not become Murder Inc without them. 10, 15. And if he made 300, that's not a stretch. I would think of it like this. If he gave them 10% of the money, that's 15 mil a piece. Okay. And that's like paying tithes in appreciation. I'm going to give you 10%. It's a tip. I made this money. Here goes 10% of it. It's a tip. That's what you would give a manager who is good. And if they got it, and he, like, suppose it was the other way around. And he had done the same thing that he did, like, because they all helped each other. They still adding value to murder. Yeah, like I said, he's not he's not where he is without them. It wasn't the rest of the murderers. It was Ja Rule. You know what I'm saying? It was Ja yeah. Rule and Ashanti. Do you remember anybody else on the label? Not that made a... It, uh, nobody else is memorable. Not without them. And and your boy who made the music, he did have one hell of a producer too. That should also get another ten to fifteen million dollars for creating the sound 
that they produce all this stuff like you gotta think right. about it when you get like the same way cash money is not cash money if Manny Fresh and Juvenile mm-hmm. don't set this thing off right right like yeah they got some other talent but you ain't gonna hear that if you don't hear Juvenile first hmm. and they don't have a sound if Manny Fresh don't produce that sound for them they just another group out of the South that sound like everybody else. They don't sound like everybody else because they got Manny Fresh. Irv Gotti, Murder Inc. didn't sound like everybody else. So he, he owes that. They should all retire good. But, you know, they all help contribute to Irv Gotti's legacy. Right. I and, mean, because it, and he's going to retire well. If it, I hope his, his evaluation was the $300 million that he sold, but they all got because I would rather have I would rather have the percentage on the front end than the back end. Well, I would know? give them, I would give them ten a piece. I would take ten percent of that and split it amongst the people who were really instrumental. You know, and that's yeah. um, who was on the production for them joints. Because um, if his worth three hundred million, they should be worth some money too. They right, I give them ten. I give them ten million dollars a piece. Yeah, you know. Yeah, when I sold the catalog. Just that's just me because just trying to be a good person about it. Now, of course, you know how you know how way, people man. are. You give ten, everybody be showing up trying to sue you, talking about, "Well, I deserve twenty or thirty and then yeah. you be mad and bitter for even trying to be good. Because if you give me ten percent on three hundred million, like I'll be like, "But, bro, you wouldn't have." So you gonna give me <laughs> hey fifteen million on three hundred million? Like I don't know. Hey man, only if I'm a front person, you know, like, and and that's just because. I of, mean, if you did get a cut off, you probably weren't gonna get ten percent. You know what I'm saying? These deals be for like yeah, that's two and three and four percent. Because we gotta think about that catalog with yeah royalties. Was Who getting ten percent of their royalties? Well, at least I know back in the day to get um, uh, double digits like that was a big deal. You know what I'm saying? Right, and and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, so if he if he's worth his royalties is worth three hundred thousand, three hundred million. Like, what is theirs worth? And and I don't even think it's. Um, I don't know. I can't say. I don't think it's fair. But you know, because it, like this whole time, it's been gaining value. Because it won't signed, worth. Let's say they sign for like two or three percent. Then uh, three hundred million at two percent, they make about six million dollars a piece. Ja Rule should get more because Ja Rule kept Murder Inc. name alive and strong even when they couldn't make music or nothing else because of who Ja Rule is. That's 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 my point. Like to I don't know, just that would be like a because it, the whole time it's been growing value for it to get to three hundred million. And Ja Rule has been more out there for and and I'm talking about a product coming from this, you know. It, he's been out there more than anybody else. Well, Jarul is retiring bad as of right now. Really? The whole fire festival fiasco. Oh, but I don't think that hurt. I don't think. Oh, he. Him. I thought he had to pay money. No, nah, the guy, the the guy who organized. I don't think Jarul. I had thought to he pay. was the guy. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was another guy. I know there was another guy, but I thought I thought I that he was just was as responsible. <laughs> Man, oh, I thought Ja Rule was just as responsible for that. Nah, he came like, off. Like, yo, I, like that let you know that like it got to be some struggle going on if he's running, running um, Coachella scams. You right. know, we gonna make our own Coachella. Holla! This gonna be dope. <laughs> 
what are we going to do? What are we going to do? We're going to do it in the middle of the desert. Right. And we're going to get all these people tickets, and then we're going to give them sandwiches. What kind of sandwiches? Bread sandwiches. <laughs> right. They dismissed him from the case. I wanted to make sure. Oh, yeah, they let but, him out of there. Yeah, but Ooh, that, that, that I'm pretty sure he lost some sleep over that. Oh, hell yeah. Because, you know, when they come after you, man, trying to get restitution they, for stuff like that. They're looking at everything. They pay the people back. Yeah, man, you mess around and lose your house, man. Hmm. You know, trying to pay the dude to set up the stage. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A $100 million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> you know what I mean? $100 million. Fraud. That's a lot. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it probably would have came with some time. Hey, hey, that's, hey, look, speaking of time, another part of retirement wrong is a lot of people take their earnings and then they try to set up illegal business with it. When they get done rapping Remember the group tag team Yes Boom There it is Boom you Was it Hold Dude on. got busted Boom. driving Boom. A, um, He started a, Started driving trucks When he retired <sighs> Transporting what Big old truck Oh man He had a big old truck Full of drugs When they call him man He had uh, 18 wheeler load Full of drugs <laughs> But he's out now cause you, But that's the beauty Of having a one hit wonder Right but Having that one hit He done served his time Got out of jail and then somebody picked the song up in the Geico commercial. Oh, you remember? Right. Sprinkles. And Ooh. it was his. Yeah, it is. That was them. That was tag team. I know, but he I don't know paid. if he owned the, the I don't know if he owns the master or not, mm. but guess what? He's in the video and he got paid to be in the commercial. I mean not in the video, but the commercial. They, right. and his boy paid I remember to be that. in the in the commercial. Right. So that's, that's the power of having that one hit. Nobody, nobody gets out of jail. And come to a six figure job, right? So he gets out of jail, but he got that one hit waiting, bubbling under the surface, and you never know when somebody's gonna take on, latch on to it. Mm-hmm. You know, look at Salt and Pepper. You ain't heard from him in a while, and then all of a sudden, push it like goes viral. You know what I mean? And it's back hot again forever. One of them songs. One of them songs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> For real. One of them songs. You been watching Stranger Things? No, I can't. Hey, there's a song, you know, it's the basically takes place in the eighties. So In Durham. In Durham. No, nah, they mentioned they mentioned the area, but they actually Oh, but they from here. They that's where they from. Oh yeah, here. the brothers that that created the um show are from here. They film it here. They film it here? Yeah. It's in Durham. Stranger Things? Bruh. <laughs> I gotta look it up. Let me see. Let me find out. This dramatic pause for effect. Right. I just want to see. You know, we lost all our movie business and TV shows when they were Dur- beefing over that daggone bathroom. Yeah, they referenced the show. They referenced okay. Durham a lot. Yeah, because that's where they're from. But but what I was getting to is there's a song that they've been playing a whole lot now um, because they use it in the show. Um, Which one? It's Kate Bush uh, Running Up That Hill I think is the name of it And man It's like I hear that song Everywhere I go now So I know That wherever Kate Bush was One day She probably woke up And was like Why is Why am I Why is my song Getting streams all the time Who was Kate people, Bush? She was a, a Female artist From the 80's She was popular okay. Back in the you know Late 80's Early 90's Mm-hmm. You know, and and now she's hot again because 
they used her song in the episode of Stranger Things. Oh wow. What was the song? Running Up That Hill, I think is the name of it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and it's everywhere now. Just like um what's another one that came back recently? Return of the Mac came back with Doritos. Right. You know what I'm saying? Return of the snacks. It was a, a song I heard the other day. I can't remember that. Came back. I was like, Damn. Hey, here's another one. He retired. He retired from music because he went to jail. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then you come out and guess what you got? You got a hit. You've been a one-hit wonder. So, Ooh. Mark Morrison. Now you see him in a Doritos commercial. So, here it is all these years later. You've been to jail and... A chance to get back on your feet. You never know when you're gonna get a big payday when you got a hit single. Hmm. That's what I need in retirement, right there. I need to start making songs. For nothing. So they, so they truly um, <laughs> blackballing uh, R. Kelly, then, right? Oh, R. Kelly's done. <laughs> Cause he, he I, should, I don't he even should. play his stuff at wedding receptions and stuff like that no more. Like it was like the he last should be retired. Oh man, you can't help but be retired in jail. <laughs> it's, uh, unless your name is Vibes Cartel. <laughs> what? <laughs> like what? Where they lock this dude up in the studio, <laughs> man? Right. Yeah, your prison is Studio B. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you, Judge. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he was locked up. Or they right. Or they keep putting the song out every week. Man, <laughs> yeah, but R. Kelly, nah, man, you're not gonna hear anything else out of R. Kelly. But that dude's an idiot, man. Just like OJ, he should be retired. Get out man. of it, you know what I'm saying? Get out of something horrible by the skin of your teeth, and then had the nerve to get in some old trouble. What a jackass! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, if he got 30 years right now, you know what that means? That means he beat 30 years the first time. <laughs> <laughs> so right. So he got. If I get away with for doing anything that has thirty years in jail as a consequence, <laughs> I would never do it again. I swear to God, I'm right. done with whatever that was. Lord, right. you show me favor, <laughs> and you let me out of this hostile situation where I could have spent thirty years in jail. Mm-hmm. I will never ever kill my ex wife again. <laughs> I won't hold nobody hostage in a hotel room. Nothing. Ask for my stuff. I won't Nothing. pick no girl up in front of McDonald's outside of my court <laughs> date when I'm getting off from the last one. He picked one of them girls up while he was going to trial yeah. for the other girl they peed on. <laughs> like, yo, man, like, honestly, <laughs> I there's there, you don't have any choice but to put him in jail. <laughs> this dude was picking up girls at the trial. Yeah, he's retired. You gotta retire that guy. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know how crazy that is. I mean, you're right. You see what you're, I'm saying? You're absolutely right. But I miss like, R. Kelly music, man. Like that's like 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 let's say you're a serial drunk driver. Mm-hmm. And it's like you go to your court date, and then when you get out, you get drunk on your way to the car. That's <laughs> that's what it is. He picking up girls on his way leaving the courthouse. Picking up underage girls. <laughs> I don't get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's worse than what OJ did. I mean, you know, OJ did something, got away with it, but he didn't go to jail for doing the same thing he got away with. 
Like it'd be like OJ. <laughs> it'd be like if OJ killed his ex-wife again. Again, right? He, he did that, and way. he went to jail for something else later. <laughs> he said R. Kelly went to jail for the same thing that he got away <laughs> with, and right. now thirty years. Like you got to get this dude thirty years because it's it's just proven that he ain't learned nothing. And if he got out of jail, if you let him out tonight. Somebody will He will be, be having sex door. With a 12 year old Tomorrow uh, Yeah because somebody Will drop their kid off to him and, For him to make them a star Right You see what I'm saying So don't just stop with R. Kelly <laughs> Hey Sometimes you gotta get retired Look at what I'm like. saying Yeah See what's going on over there You know and that's that's the thing Um, Like you know hip hop We don't retire a whole lot of people I mean Like not for discretions like who's done something? Ain't nobody done nothing bad enough to get retired early. You know what I'm saying? Except commit murder and end up in prison or get convicted of Rico. Nah. <laughs> so is Young Thug retired? Him and Gunner. Oh, yeah, like if they don't get out of jail, they done. They retired. Yes. <laughs> yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like if they have yes. to serve the full sentence by the time they get out, ain't nobody gonna want to see an old man in a dress with fingernail polish on, holding no purse, rapping. It's over for Young Thug. Well, well, like you said earlier, you got a. Um, well, I think I you got think, a nice catalog, though. That's what I was about to say. I think Young Thug has a very diverse catalog that will withstand the test of time. But you got to think about who his listener is or was. Are they still going to be in a place where they're going to support that? Right. In 10, 15, 20 years like, Are you going 10 years from now Are you going to look for a Young Thug album Or a track Hey, Like, like I which said track? Hey, And when you start performing later in life Man I'm trying to tell you When you get older All you rappers you, You're not going to be able to show up in, At no adult venue One day you're going to be performing for adults and families Same music you have now yeah, you're not gonna keep Ron showing up doing the dirty versions and all that. You know what I'm saying? You gotta cultivate some stuff that you can use. Like even Nicki Minaj, she gonna go out and do super bass. She's not gonna do truffle butter. Thirty years from now at the state fair, well, yeah, she could probably still do truffle butter. But I'm just saying, she's not gonna do her, her worst, right? The raunchiest stuff. She's gonna do the stuff, you know, starships. Stuff I don't like know because I think Lil Kim still do the same stuff. If she get booked for a show. Right, but Lil' <laughs> Kim also ain't everywhere. No. Lil' Kim has enough catalog where she can get through a show without being too off-put with raunchiness because she's had enough radio hits and she, you know, she's performed mm-hmm. enough radio-friendly verses she like, had television shows and stuff like that. Which, you know, I'm not worried about Lil' Kim being able to go somewhere and continue because she's already been there. You know what I'm saying? She's already performed for, like... She's she was, retired. And she's from the era of hip-hop where hip-hop was first being presented to the masses. She knows how to clean it up. Is you she know what retired? I'm Lil' Kim? Yeah. Because she's been away from music so long. Yeah. She's retired. You know, and if she comes out and makes something else, she's just semi in a semi retired state. But her living's gonna have to be for something else now. Absolutely. It's not gonna be she's not gonna make a living from new music no more. No. Yeah. 
She she tried that. It, yeah. It, it so really she's work. retired. Yeah. Damn. Like I said, hopefully she got a, enough legacy where she can, you know, she can make it. She's got to be modest at a certain, certain point. You got to be modest. You know, you ain't getting it like you used to get it. Right. That's fine. You set yourself up right, though. You don't have to look like you fell all the way off. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the important part. Right. I, I think know. a level of um, being able to retire is diversifying yourself. And uh, um, what I mean by that is, like you said, you can you can retire at this point or you can retire at this point. It, it's, it's really um, up to the individual and what they looking to do. And, you know, re- retiring from rap is our conversation. I just think I think it takes a, a special person to be able to retire from rap. Because and especially like you mentioned earlier about the I mean a few minutes ago about the young the younger guys, it's so many of them. It, it's certain music that you can that I I know I can hear now, and I'm like, this song is not gonna last forever, right? You know, and um, not being able to last forever. If you you can get a one hit wonder, that still don't last forever. Yeah. The- it's a microwave society now. They don't pay attention to nothing. Yeah, that, that's the that's the part right there. You know what I'm saying? And like to be able to retire with that part of it, uh, straight off the music. Like I think that that's that's something that's crazy. But you know, like we said, we mentioned some people who did retire from music and you know grew in other ways. But it's it's a lot of people that without that show money. That that coming back, you know, performing that song over and over every time somebody need them, you know, they they going to perform that song because that's it. That's all they got. You know what I mean? Right, right. Is is hey, don't don't be mad at it. <laughs> yeah, like for whatever reason, because I, I I do think at some point, um, it's all about what you chose to do with whatever you got from whatever you were doing. Yeah, and you can like you can have um, what's your boy name? Um, Trinidad James, mm-hmm. all gold, everything. Right. Feel like <laughs> a little bit. If he if he won't as, I guess, I I, I look at somebody like him as um, he was a he networked or the label worked for him um, to make him something. Well, no, didn't he kind of do that song on his own though? He, he did the song on his own, but he he still had producers who did that song with him. But he yeah. did the song on his own. But outside of that song, like what other song did he? Yeah, there was like the, I don't even think the label did anything. Like I don't think the label did anything for Trinidad James. They put but him in. They put him on up the roster. To get a piece of of all gold, everything. All they did was. Give him some money so they could get a little bit of the money. I think they knew when they signed him they didn't have anything else to offer. But so he did just because enough. he was on. Um, he he wrote a song with Bruno Mars, one of Bruno's biggest songs, and he did another what song. Are you talking about that? Uh, Don't believe me? Just watch. 
He, yes. didn't, he didn't write that with Bruno. Bruno Mars wrote that song, he got and then he credit. had to give him writing credit because he went back saying, <laughs> okay, but that was me that said, don't believe me, just watch. Okay, how it happened? And I'm it happened. like, come on, man. <laughs> did it happen? He, he, you know? But so, so he ain't sit down with Bruno Mars and write nothing. Well, he, he was in the studio with Bruno at some time because Bruno uh, gave him a compliment. Uh-huh. So at some point they were in the studio together. I don't know if it was for that one or but they were in the studio together. He got writing credits on that song. And yeah. he had another one with uh Jeremiah um that was on Yeah, I remember that. You know, one of those lists. That's that's what I was gonna say. The record label put him on the list. Yeah, they, that's what got that him exposure. those features and all that. Right. But yeah, he's yeah, everything after all gold, everything was manufactured. He didn't have anything to offer. I thought Lil Nas X was gonna be that too. But it's turning out that I think they, they figured out a way to market him, you know. They let him go full he's you know, they let mm-hmm. him go full gay mm-hmm. and and then they market him just as what he is. Cause when he first came out, they he wasn't they weren't marketing him as this gay guy. It was mm-hmm. just the dude that did Old Town Road. And, Absolutely. And now you he don't didn't even, tell nobody that you he don't was even gay, they like it. when you yeah, think right. of, when I think of him now. Honestly, I don't even think about Old Town Road no more. Right. And and I kind of really don't even hardly think about him being gay no more because he has enough songs out now hmm. that they um it's it's like it's always something else. It's starting to it's. I'm starting to not think of him as just a gimmick anymore. He's just an artist who he's just part of the the artists, uh, so, the group of artists that are out now instead of a gimmick. You know, that's what, what his complaint is. Then that that makes sense as to because I I don't pay attention. I don't listen to his music. Mm-hmm. You know, if it comes on the radio, okay, but I haven't heard uh, his song on the radio in a minute. Right. Like you it, said, he's becoming normal now. He's become he's just a normal artist, and the kind right. of music he's making. Like, um, of course, you got the joint with Jack Harlow, Industry Baby. Bam, 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 bam. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah, you. That's that's the one for us. Mm. But the rest of the music is it's kind of like I say that he kind of feels a lane similar to Lizzo. You know, mm-hmm. he got some stuff that we'll probably jam out to. We got some stuff that probably kill a white wedding reception too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's, it's just, different money though. Yeah, it's different money. Like he's, he, yeah, you know, but. That's I the advantage. I thought I thought he would be over with after Old Town Road, and I thought that coming out the closet. So I, you thought he was a rapper, huh? You thought he was a rapper when he came out. Yeah, I didn't know what he was, but I thought Old Town Road would be the last I heard of him. Mm, yes, you know what I mean. Yes, whatever was going on here, I right. thought it'd be over with when I Old was Town Road. Yeah, and then I remember when he came out with the second song. I was like, it's all right, but I didn't hear anything in it. That made me feel like he had any more hit potential, mm-hmm. and then, um, you know, I think Industry Baby kind of, you know, I was like, hmm, let me see what's going to happen. Then he got a song, um, it's called "I Need Someone to Love Me," mm-hmm. but he got a, he got, he keep right on putting out songs, and now I'm starting to realize, okay, he either found a, a, the right set of producers, which. I think that's the case when I listen to the first batch of music they put out. It makes it feel like like the they say, you know what? I think we can do something with Lil Nas X. You know, like, that's why dudes sit around. They look at the artists they have on their roster and say, you know, we can get more out of this guy. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. There's nobody 
that there's no he's in a lane where there is no competition mm-hmm. right Right. don't let that slip away already got a one hit one that is gonna be last forever Old Town Road is forever song hmm. you know what I'm saying I thought him coming out of the closet being over the top was gonna ruin the legacy of Old Town Road but I think if he keeps around on making music it'll come back around full circle and Old Town Road will be the staple for him again but right now it's such a family song that the shock value of his of his image now kind of keeps him away from Old Town Road you know you don't even see but do you think he owned that does he own the song mm-hmm. well I don't know like he, he probably owns a portion your girl Josie um, that wrote Lemonade she mm-hmm. wrote some of it okay. and Billy Ray Cyrus right wrote some but Lil Nas X wrote there you know he's I think it was him and Josie originally and he probably uh, sold that to the label yeah speaking of Josie you know, I want to talk about her one day man she's dope you know what I'm saying? Right. Ice lemonade, niggas dripping. Mm-hmm. Ice. Like she just be making just songs and dudes, people be buying her joints and you know she's a awesome songwriter. But for hip hop, you know what I'm saying? In a way that a lot of you know, you know, back in the day we we're coming up, people didn't want other people writing their stuff. And then they did get writers, they would admit to it. She's like a known writer and she writes some dope hooks and hip hop joints. So I like her. Him. I don't know what she refers to herself as. You oh, know how she. people are nowadays. And you know what I'm saying? Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just calling her what she looks like. Oh, she looks like a girl. Oh god. Like, I think she likes girls though. I think it's pretty <laughs> obvious. So, you know, I figured out. But Hey. They they yeah and so <laughs> so yeah they'll have a good retirement too you yeah. sit around writing you know writing music right straight up you know what I'm saying yeah we got sidetracked at the end though you talking about stuff that ain't got nothing to do with the beginning mm-hmm. but that's just how it is we're just happy to be back man yeah it's been a long time what kind of concoction you got in the bottle man done yeah I see <laughs> I see I don't know it was something um, two different kinds I just said you know yeah. Yeah. Well, well, here's the deal, people. I hope you all have a wonderful retirement. Um, work smart, not hard. Hmm. Save your money. Prepare for when this thing is over. You get $10,000 for a show tonight, and you don't have $10,000 to spend. Got it? <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. You know, that's that's something that a lot of people don't know. You know what I mean? Especially if the dude that that threw that concert that paid you to show up, if he files taxes at the end of the year, guess what you owe on that ten thousand dollars taxes? Because mm-hmm. he told the IRS that he gave you ten thousand dollars. Absolutely. And once he tells the IRS that he gave you ten thousand dollars, they're gonna be looking for the portion of that money that you're supposed to give them. So you know, if you're out here doing it, man, take care of yourself because tax money, owing taxes. Does not lead to a good retirement. Fat Joe might have to make three more daggone all the way ups. <laughs> <laughs> it can't be his ta- tax trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That tax he just trouble. A million dollar watch. That tax trouble is real, man. They look and and you know buying million dollar watches. <laughs> <sighs> Lord have mercy. We're gonna have a whole show one day just about silly purchases. 
We're going to talk about some of the things that rappers have bought and said they bought that we have seen them buy and talk about how silly that is. Because hmm. none of these dudes that retire well, they're not sitting around wondering about how they're going to pay their taxes at the end of the year. It's getting late. We do this stuff at 4 o'clock in the morning so we don't bother regular people. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, on that note, we out of here. Avoid the pitfalls of retiring bad. <laughs> Enjoy your retirement. This is Capital City Podcast. I'm your host, Capital J, alongside my main man. DL Glass. We out of here. Make sure you check out all the episodes on OverHearTV.com. And we're coming to YouTube soon. Yup. As soon as I get a haircut. Listen to the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. The Capital City Podcast. This is Capital City with Capital J.